0: Hi there, just a quick message before we get started. As we move forward with the podcast, we would like to give you the opportunity to participate in various challenges that are exciting and affordable. This month, we're offering a 21-day meetings challenge that gives you all the key tools that you need to participate at a higher level in your English meetings, such as agreeing, clarifying, disagreeing, making suggestions and interrupting. All the essential stuff. So if you're interested in getting to the next level with your English meetings, click the link in the show notes and sign up free to the waitlist. The link will only be available until the 27th of May. So make sure you don't miss out. Okay, now let's get on with the show. Welcome to episode 20 of the Transforma to Professional podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith. Today I will be talking with Alistair, an amazing coach from my team, all about how to use the words quote and budget correctly, everything you need to know about quotation marks and quotes from famous people, the key differences between a customer and a client, why I prefer to call my students clients and not customers, why there are always some exceptions to the rule, especially connected to internal business jargon, and why some football fans object to being called customers. This podcast is aimed at helping you push your business English communication skills to the next level so that you can grow professionally and achieve your international career goals. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Enjoy! Hi everyone, today what we're going to do is we're going to respond to one of our listeners and his name is Miguel and he had one particular question which was the difference between quote, quotation and budget and we actually mentioned this in a previous episode but we thought that it would be worth exploring a little bit more and so as usual I have Alistair with me, hi Alistair
1: Hi, good morning. How are you? How are you doing?
0: I'm fine. I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, great. Thanks. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, yeah, this this is kind of a very common question, right, Alistair? It's, it's something that we, we often hear from our clients. They they ask this question frequently, don't they?
1: Yeah, it's a common thing we've heard over the years from clients, students. So it was a good email to get because it reminded me that, oh, yes, this is, this is quite a common question, a common problem. So it's something I think was interesting for us to cover in a in, in an episode of the podcast. Yeah. We, and I think you can also extend it into some other areas, which is why we decided not to deal with it very quickly in the previous episode. We thought we'd dedicate a bit more time absolutely, to this, to this question of some confusion over, qu- quote, quotation and budget.
0: That's right. Yeah. And so essentially what we we were discussing before we kind of started recording is that the confusion often comes from this word, puesto," right? Mm, um, exactly. And these types of confusion of, often are, yeah, well, let, let's say they happen quite a lot when there is one particular word in Spanish and there might be two or three words in English, right? And it can yeah. be also the opposite way around. But generally, mm. when, when it's like that, when there's one particular word in Spanish and there are two in English, then that, that can cause a few a few different issues, let's say. Well, we've
1: covered this before in previous episodes. We right? have. With Lend and borrow. where there's one word in Spanish, Prestar. And what was the other one? We've done another one as well. So this is something that happens quite often. Ah, uh, Ganá. We had four words in English, four verbs for one verb in Spanish. That's right. And this is another example where the confusion is presupuesto, that is used in Spanish in in two senses, two ways, Mm -hmm. that you understand from the context. But in English, we have two words to differentiate the two different meanings, and that's where the confusion can... Can come in. No?
0: That's right. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Now, is, is that actually what we have found out, and we'll talk about this later on, is that in Latin America, that confusion is a little bit less, right? Yeah. I um, just but- discovered this yesterday. Yeah. I was talking to <laughs> one
1: of my clients from Colombia in Bogota, and they said, well, I don't see the problem. And yeah. we discovered it's because they, they have two words also yes. to differentiate these two things. So for any listeners from Latin America, well, I apologize, maybe this is not very relevant or interesting, but don't worry, we're going to continue into some other areas as well where this is a problem. But for Spanish speakers in Spain, it it can be a problem. So they have this one word, presupuesta, that is used in two different ways, and in English we have two words. That's like right. in Latin America, which apparently the other, well, we'll come to it later. Well, we will or come what to the that. Word yes. is,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, let's just mm-hmm. talk about those two words in English, then quote and budget, right? How would you differentiate those two, just to well, make it clear to our listeners? The, the
1: first thing is his question, quote and quotation. So let's, ah, clear, let's yes. clear that one yes. up first. Yeah. There is no difference. So yep. basically, quote is an abbreviation of the word quotation so you can ask somebody for a quote or a quotation or give somebody a quote or a quotation it doesn't make any difference it's the same so yeah. that's the first thing to say they mean the same thing yeah and so. then budget is something so the question is what is a quote or quotation and what is a budget what's the difference yes uh, yes what, that what would is the your key. what would your definition of a quote or quotation be how what would you understand by
0: that yes. word yes this, if, if I, I suppose I, in that sort of situation where I would be asking for a quote, it would be, I be, I guess the best would be to give an example, right? So if mm-hmm. somebody was coming to my house to repair something, let's say mm-hmm. the roof of my house or or mm-hmm. I wanted to change the windows or whatever yeah, it might be, or, right? Or, yes, or paint um, the house. Or yeah, or paint the house, absolutely. Renovate. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one as well. Re- mm-hmm. Renovate, yes. Reforma. I always uh, yeah. say reform. <laughs> but it's not in English. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's renovate. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah. But basically, yeah, the maybe the person would come to my house, would have a look around. And then at the at the, at the end of the process, I would say, oh, well, I assume you're going to send me a quote, right? And because I would r- really like to know how much it would cost at the end of the process, you know, how much is the whole, you know, is, is it going to be a lot? Is it going to be a little? I need to know, right? So that yeah. person would then go away and then they would probably send me a quote within a few days, right? So Which that is I'd an have something formal.
1: Yeah, they have to estimate the cost of painting your house or repairing your roof. Mm-hmm. So another word you can use is an estimate. That's so right. So say, could you send me an estimate for the cost of painting my my house? So quote, quotation and estimate all mean the same. You can That's ask right. for a quote, a quotation or an estimate. Mm-hmm. And it's an estimated, it's an approximation of the final cost. Yes. Of what they yes. think it will cost to paint your house or repair your roof or whatever it may be, you know, renovate your Kitchen or something, yeah. Usually, you ask for more than one because you want to compare quotes or estimates. no So maybe you get two or three people come to your house to have a look at your house, and each of them will send you a quote, a quotation, or an estimate of the of the cost, and you choose which one you prefer.
0: Absolutely, maybe the cheapest, but
1: not necessarily the cheapest. No, depending. Could be. You've also got to consider quality, how much you trust that person to do a good job or not. Yeah. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. No, so it's not always just a question of price, but price is obviously it's important. That's why you ask for the quote because you want to know what the cost, the more or less the approximate cost, yeah, of that work. No?
0: Yes, great, great explanation. Yeah, so yeah, you'd often have several quotes or several estimates. You'd compare them, see which one you which one you think is the best, and then mm-hmm. you would go with that. So it's a kind of yeah a way of comparing different types of services and their prices, right? Exactly. Um, and, and then uh, the
1: painter, well, the person who's come to your house to paint your house or whatever it is, yeah, they may say to you, "Well, what's your budget
0: That's here, right, ah, yeah,
1: and here we have the difference That's in the right. meaning say well what, what 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 sort of budget do you have?" yeah, and you say, "Well, I'm thinking my maximum is I can't, no more than a thousand euros yeah. or between five hundred and a thousand, so the budget. And in Spanish both things is a presupuesto this is the yeah. pro- Spanish in Spain we have to say yes so in spanish the preso- you can ask for a presupuesto which is what we would call the quote or the estimate and also you can have your personal presupuesto which is the amount of money that you have available to you to spend on renovating your kitchen or painting your house. So you may say, well, I've got, I can spend a maximum of a thousand euros. Mm -hmm. So I need a quote that is within that, within my budget. Mm -hmm. So if they send you a quote for 1,500, it's too much. You say, sorry, I can't afford that. That's outside my budget. Yeah. So obviously if they send you one for, no, 850 or 900, you say, oh, okay, that's within my budget. So that's the amount of money that I can afford, or I want to spend on this particular job or thing, yep. and yep. there's where we differentiate the two meanings of quote and budget.
0: Yes. And, and it's kind of interesting because at the same time, you could have a budget in a sort of personal sense. So you might have a budget for your, for your holiday or for some mm. work that you're doing on your house, but it can also you know, very much apply to a very corporate environment as well, right? So where, you're, yeah. where a business might be looking for something, a particular type of service, and they have a particular budget that they, ha- mm. they can spend on a particular service that they're looking for, right? Yeah, for example, um, the
1: training budget. They may say mm-hmm. this year's training budget, the amount of money the company can or is prepared or willing to spend on training for their employees is, whatever I know, 200,000 euros. And mm-hmm. that is the maximum that we can spend on training. So, you know, don't go beyond, if if by October you've already spent the 200,000, then there's no more training for the rest of the year. Yeah. Or in fact, what often happens that I hear from my clients all the time, they say, oh, it's crazy. We They get to October, to autumn, October, November. Yeah. They haven't spent the budget. They've only spent half of it and they're going crazy trying to put everyone on training courses. So they go, I've got an intensive training every three days a week, every week for the next month. I'm going to have problems attending your, the class. It's because they're trying to spend all the money because if you don't spend the budget, the next year they say, oh, so you only spent 150,000, not Oh, so that's all you need. Next year, the budget is 150,000, not 200,000. So you lose. So companies often, they're desperately trying to spend the budget to the maximum yeah to not have the budget reduced that for the next year which is a yeah. bit crazy really but it's just sending people on training courses that maybe they don't really need or really want to do yeah. simply to spend the money in the budget
0: yeah that is true that does happen I that yeah, has happens happened, a lot uh, from yeah, what i
1: gather from my you know people telling me from my yeah. classes
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there you go. That's basically the difference between quote estimate, which remember, they are pretty much the same quote quotation estimate, let's say and budget. Okay, so I mean, I think there's that's quite clear. But it's very important to get that clear in your mind as well. Okay, and try to use it as much as you can. And because all like with all of these things, right, it's it's getting the practice in that really will cement it in your mind. So make sure that you kind of it's very very clear for you what the difference is between quote and budget. Yeah, now we I also. Mista-
1: I think the mistake I've heard more often is people saying they've asked for a budget.
0: Right. Yes. And you can't true. ask
1: for a budget exactly. Well, maybe you can internal negotiations within the departments of your company. Mm-hmm. You can ask for X budget for training, but usually when what we spoke about before is you get somebody to do a job in your house or something, you're asking for a quotation or a quote. So you don't ask for, a, but the budget is what you have. It's the money that you know you can spend on yeah. something. No?
0: Yeah, that is definitely the main, the main key error. Mm. Let's say without a doubt that some that you might say to to somebody, yeah, can you give me a budget? Okay, and when somebody says something like that, it's just like it's, it's, it doesn't doesn't suddenly it doesn't sound quite it right. You kind right. of feel mm. you're kind of a little bit confused. What does that mean? Certainly mm. in, in terms of English. So probably suddenly. I think you and I we would certainly understand exactly what yeah, somebody we know might the be thing, saying.
1: They're thinking presupuesto. Exactly. So I know what you're exactly. trying to
0: say. Yeah, yeah. But if you're speaking to a native speaker, they yeah. would be then confused by Probably that. So, confused, yeah. you know, you definitely need to go with those two words, quote or estimate, and choose whichever one you, you like more. It's as, it's as simple as that. Mm. It doesn't really matter which one you use, The one, just the one that comes to you more easily, maybe the one that you can remember a little bit easily or more easily, or that you can pronounce a little bit more easily. Whichever works best, let's yeah. say. And maybe uh, this is
1: the moment to go back to the what I, what I just recently risco- discovered about South American or Latin American Spanish, at least in Colombia. Yeah. Listeners can tell us if this is only Colombia or all of Latin America, that they have this word. So what we would call the quote, quotation, estimate is a cotización mm-hmm. or cotización as they would pronounce. So they have two words. It's not mm-hmm. a problem. So they have presupuesto is what we call a budget, which uh-huh. is your personal budget to spend the money you have to spend on something mm-hmm. and then the other when you what you ask for from somebody to work to renovate your house or paint your house in at least in colombia is a cotización yeah. so there is not this confusion doesn't happen they have two words but in spanish in spain as far as we know there's only the word presupuesto for both things
0: yeah yeah
1: which is an interesting discovery because i didn't know that this is quite useful having these clients we we have sometimes in latin america we discover Things about differences between castellano Spanish between Spain and in other countries like mexico and and Colombia, et cetera, which is quite fascinating for us as well, I think
0: yeah. Yeah. So that, that, yeah, that mm-hmm. is an interesting idea there where potentially people located in, in Latin America may not have this particular problem. They, for mm-hmm. them, it might be absolutely clear. And if that is the case, that would be sound of, certainly be really interesting mm-hmm. to, to hear from our listeners in Latin America. Now, yeah, the yeah. other thing that we mm-hmm. were also going to talk about was the whole idea of the second meaning of quote, right? Ah, yes, right? of course. <laughs> Which is very, very important as well, because mm-hmm. obviously... You know, we've just talked about the meaning of quote and estimate, but a quote does actually have a second meaning, and it's often related to famous people and and what they've said, right?
1: Yeah, well, to quote somebody is to, well, in Spanish is citar. Mm -hmm. So when when you repeat a famous phrase or sentence by, I know, Winston Churchill or Nelson Mandela or John F. Kennedy, you are quoting John F. Kennedy. So something somebody says, and we say, when you write it, you put this quote in quotation marks or so mm-hmm. entre comillas, no? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because you're quoting the words, the exact words of another person, not your own words. Yeah. So that's a completely different meaning of quote. No? So yeah. you you can quote of Karl Marx or uh, or Groucho Marx, whichever one you prefer, <laughs> <laughs> one funnier than the other. So yeah, there, there's a different meaning of quote. No, to quote. Yeah. And again, you can say a quote or a quotation. So I think. Because quote is basically an abbreviation of the word quotation. Right, yeah. And when we say entre comillas, we always say quotation marks. We never say quote marks. That's So there you use the full word. But when you talk about a famous quote or a famous quotation by whoever it may be, Winston Mm -hmm. Churchill or some famous politician in the past.
0: Yeah, yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's just a, a little add-on there in terms of a sec- the second meaning of quote. Mm-hmm. If you decide to use that one, you have to be also aware that, yeah. of that second meaning. Maybe you know that second meaning already, which is fantastic, and then you can mm-hmm. kind of link it and you just have that in your in your mind, right? Now, there was also, when we were kind of thinking about this question from Miguel, we kind of also came up with another situation where in Spanish you have one word and in English there are two. And we thought that it would be kind of quite interesting to discuss that the, this particular idea as well which is the mm. word cliente right classic and yeah cliente. it's a really a, cl- a classic one mm. to be honest and we thought that it would link very nicely with the whole idea of presupuesto, because obviously they're both words that you would use in a business context and so yeah here again what we do have is one word in spanish cliente and then in english we have this whole thing of customer or client so let's delve into that quickly alistair let's as
1: far as we know in latin america is the same so again if there's another word which i'm not aware of for client for cliente then let us know but as far as we know is cliente and in Mm -hmm. english is as you said customer and client yeah and it's eternal problem of students say what what's the difference. i think most of our clients are aware that there are two words in english Hmm. but they don't know what is the difference and they say so is this do i say client or customer what's the difference there's a lot of confusion about this understandably because you say well it's cliente So in Spanish, this is not a problem. We have one word. So the question is, what is is the definition of those two things and what is the difference? So what would you define as, how would you define client as opposed to customer, Daniel?
0: Yeah, so client is where, for example, you might have a longer term relationship. That's generally what I would say mm. It's often could be more related to like a B2B situation where, you know, it's a, it's a, a relationship between two different companies that is very long term and, and there you kind of definitely would say the whole, give the whole idea of yes, the, this particular company is our client, right? But mm. in general, it can be also related more to the whole idea of a service right it's not it's not just a bottle of shampoo that you might pick up in the supermarket you know this is something that if you're providing a service you're kind of in touch with that client over a longer period of time you You know know them very well yes exactly yeah you Um, have some
1: kind of relationship with that person over time
0: yeah you would expect them to come back again and again potentially there's something that it might be a service that they need again and again right so it's not something that they just need in a one-off situation um, it's not a
1: one-off purchase of a product. That's right. And then that's right. That's the end. So it could be like legal, like a lawyer, for example, a yeah. lawyer wouldn't refer to their customers as customers. They would call them clients because you tend to have a long term. There's people who have their family lawyer and whenever they have a legal problem, they go to the same lawyer for years uh, sure. or generations even. For and so a lawyer will, will offer a service, obviously legal advice and representation to solve your legal problem over a period of time. It could be months, could be years. hmm. Uh, at the end of that process, when they finish that particular job, they will bill you or invoice you mm-hmm. for for their services. No, they they charge their fees. I think is the word. No, we'd yeah. say a fee, on a yeah. adios. I think in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. So it's not simply you don't go into a lawyer's a law firm and see a lawyer and just buy something. Like, can you give me advice and pay for it and then leave and then never see that lawyer again? I mean, it's possible. You might mm-hmm. just have one question you need answering. And they could just say, okay, there's your answer and we'll charge you for it. But it's not yeah. like going in a supermarket, buying some bread or some shampoo. You go to the checkout, you pay for it and you leave. And yeah. they don't even know your name, who you are, and you may never go back to that supermarket ever again in your life. That's right. And that That's is right. a customer. No? It's,
0: that is a customer, absolutely. That is definitely a customer. That is yeah. a clear difference yeah no? uh, there, there is I, I suppose what we can say there is uh, there are gray areas of course yeah, but th- those are. sort of definition that you've given now of like literally going into a supermarket and buying bread that would definitely be a very sort of clear-cut a customer because as you say the, the the supermarket definitely doesn't know your name or yeah. they don't know you know i mean of course you pay with you might even pay with cash so they don't even know where that Anything cash has come you. from necessarily so yeah yeah and there's yeah.
1: no long-term relationship it's just a purchase of a product Yeah, so that's definitely, so when it's retail, so retailers who sell to the end, so the customer is sort of the end user, Mm. um, just buying something from a retailer. So when you just go into the Corte Inglés or whatever shop and buy a pair of jeans or something, and then you pay for it and you leave, that is definitely a customer. That's a clear definition. And obviously before the relationship of a lawyer, for example, to their customers, inverted commas, uh, is definitely a client. Because the the lawyer knows who you are, it knows your name, and you have some kind of usually long-term relationship. Or regular, they're providing you with a regular service over a period of time. So that's definitely a client, I think, yeah, you've got. But then you say there's some gray areas between, mm, hmm,
0: you could use, could be a customer or a client. Yes, this is kind of, Always the sort of situation with with English in general, right? We always kind of establish a rule and then we kind of talk about (laughs) the exceptions, right? I don't think the exception here is particularly difficult to to remember because what we discussed before recording the episode was that basically some companies, you know, this rule that we've just explained is what we would suggest. But in some particular companies, they use a certain level of jargon, right, that may uh, go against the rules that we've just spoken about. So, for example, you yeah. might have a situation where you're you're in a company and you would say, well, according to what uh, Daniel and Alistair said, well, yeah. it seems that they are actually clients, for example. Yeah, that is yeah? the
1: correct word from the definition. We should be referring to these people or other companies as clients.
0: No? Yes, but, but. <laughs> it might be that your particular company actually talks about them in terms of the, the different type of terminology and they might actually use the word customer instead. And that is absolutely fine and absolutely okay. Yeah, it doesn't okay. really matter whatever yeah. you, uh,
1: yeah. that's what your company has decided when you speak in English or write emails in English. You know, it's usually in big companies like multinationals. Mm where you're using English because you're, you know, talking to people in other countries or going to meetings with people of different languages. So the company language is English, you know, the official language. Yeah. And then they just may say, well, in my company, they refer. So sometimes they're they're talking about their customers. And I say, customer is not a client. And they say, well, we say customer. Mm. I say, well, that's okay. If in the jargon, so I think jargon is about, is it "jerga fithial." I think Mm. is the definition. Yeah. So it's basically the terminology or the, the language used in a particular, so you can have legal jargon, medical yeah. jargon. And in a company, they can call their customers whatever they want. So they choose to call their... So it's obviously another business that they have a long-term relationship with, like a supplier, for example. Mm. And that would definitely be, by our definition, is a client. Yeah. However, in that company, they use the word customer. Yeah. yeah. And you say, well, that's fine. If that's the word you use in your company, and that's what your bosses have told you to use, then you use it. Don't worry. Don't change it to... So I am telling you what the definition is, but you know, finally, it's whatever's used in the in the context of your where you work. Yeah. So there's the gray. It's not really a gray area. It's just that you have a definition, and but then it, in a particular environment, the, the the company you work in may choose to say, "No, we prefer to call our clients customers." Yeah, for whatever reason, we like this word better, or yeah, who knows why? But for whatever reason, they've decided to say customers. say, okay, that's fine. I mean, it's not a problem. Yeah, I think what'd be really strange. So I think it's okay to call a client a customer if that's the word that has been decided in your environment. Yeah. But for a shop or a supermarket to refer to the people who come in and just buy shampoo and leave as a client, that would be very, that is just wrong.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that would be
1: very strange and I've never heard it, so I don't yeah. think. Yeah. So it's I think there's of... a case where you, in one you can be flexible, but in the other one you can't. It sounds yeah. ridiculous yeah. for a somebody who goes into a, News agents and buys a newspaper or some cigarettes, and then leaves to say they're a client, yes, because yes. they're not that's just a customer, but in the other way round, where you have this business to business b b to b relationship, strictly speaking by the definition is a client, however, yeah. if you choose to call them a customer, that's fine.
0: Yeah, that's 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 very well explained. Absolutely, yeah, that's that's the definition mm-hmm. that I would use as well. And we kind of came up with two kind of little anecdotes, right, as well, to kind of like further give a little bit more explanation. And one of them is kind of related to to my particular business, let's say, where I obviously have a whole range of teachers that that collaborate with me. And of course, well, the question there is whether my business has customers or clients, right? Mm-hmm. Or even potentially or, students, or students, right? Yeah, absolutely. So there's three possible words
1: yes. that you could use to refer to those people you
0: provide your services to that's which right. is english language teaching or coaching that's right exactly mm. now of course i could we could choose any one of those right i mean mm-hmm. it's of all of those three let's say my preferred would be a client okay so mm. that's just t- kind of to give you an idea about why exactly you know like in from well, my that's, perspective
1: that's your jargon So that's what you've decided is the word that you prefer to use. Just like we said before, a company may prefer to use the word customer for some reason. They like it. That's right. They think it sounds better.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't really, I mean, I've, I've thought about it a little bit in terms of why we know which word would be the best. And certainly from my perspective, I would like to feel that we have sort of a, like a longer term relationship with our clients. And that's what, therefore I use the word client to talk about the people who kind of are looking into our services. that.
1: Yeah, and it's a service, not a product. They're not well, just buying true. a product, yeah, yeah. which sounds a bit impersonal. Yeah. So, because you yeah. you're trying to build a relationship with the your clients over a long period of time, we hope, and you're providing a service, hopefully over a long period of time. That I understand why you like or prefer to this word client. Yes. So yes, it, it sounds just very fits. professional as well.
0: Yes, so that's the other idea. Obviously, is mm. that client is is a little bit mm. more professional, certainly more professional than student, for example, because yeah. student obviously you Could think school, about going to or school or yeah. an academy or something mm. like that. And customer is is kind of like more of a one-off thing. They may do, we, you know, do you really want an English session just in, in, One. in terms of a one-off? <laughs> you know, that's kind of unusual. So mm. so that's why client in, in terms of the organisation that I've wanted to create, the jargon that we use is client, partly mm. because. Of all of those different issues that we've just talked about. And we also talked about another situation, didn't we? Where kind of the difference between customer and well, well, where customer actually can be potentially a little bit offensive, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Customer can have a negative connotation in certain situations, precisely because of that idea that it's not a long term relationship. It's just buying a product and leaving without any sort of personal contact. Yeah. So, for example, we thought of the example of a, a football fan, a football supporter. So you're a fan or a supporter of a club, usually the whole of your life from a child, and you have an emotional connection to your football team or club. Mm. So it doesn't matter if they're doing well, doing badly, if they're terrible, if they never win anything, once you've chosen your team, you can't change it. It's for mm. life. Mm. Even more than a marriage, you're married to your team, but you can not You can divorce your wife, but you can never divorce your football team. <laughs> so, I mean, you're a Spurs, a Tottenham Hotspur supporter, and I'm a Liverpool supporter or fan. And, you know, uh, whether they're good, bad, indifferent, you're always a supporter of that team for the rest of your life, no? Yes. Uh, yes. So it's not like just going to a supermarket and buying a product. So you don't say, oh, I'm supporting Liverpool this week because they've got to the final of the Champions League and they're very good. And then in in a few months, they're not doing so well. And you say, oh, I'm going to change and become a Chelsea fan. So um, because now they're winning. Uh, There are people who do that, but they usually, we don't, football, true football fans don't approve of so you ca- your club is for life. And once you've chosen, you can never change. Sure. So that, But football clubs themselves, which are businesses, mm-hmm. or the owners of football clubs, who are business people, mm-hmm. and organizations that run football, like UEFA, FIFA, they quite often use the term referring to football fans as their customers. Mm. And football fans really hate this terminology sounds yeah. very offensive say no i'm not a customer hmm. i'm not just buying a product like shampoo in a supermarket no this is a, i have an emotional connection with this club for many many maybe all my life many yeah maybe yeah. passed on from my father to me you know it's a yes. genera- often a generational thing it is so don't please don't call me a customer but obviously they are businesses run by yeah. business people who yeah. are interested in making profits And they do often use that word referring to their people purchasing season tickets or tickets for matches as their customers. Sure. And football fans, supporters really hate this. No, no, I am not a customer. I'm a fan. I'm a supporter. So I'm not just coming there, buying a ticket like shampoo in a supermarket.
0: That's right. That's right. Exactly, and we and you can understand why mm. that would be potentially mm. offensive to to somebody who has been supporting a team their whole life. They don't want to see themselves yeah. as just being a customer. For them, it's certainly not a short term relationship at all. They've been going there maybe, as you said, yeah. for generations. They certainly feel that it's not just a transaction, mm. as you mentioned. That's it's the very, word transaction. Yeah, it's not yeah. just
1: a transaction something much more deep about it and more profound
0: absolutely absolutely yeah so it's a a really good way to think about and make it even clearer exactly what a customer is because those those supporters really don't want to be customers they don't even want to be referred to as customers because they have got a lot more you know they've actually got a real affinity to passion yes absolutely and obviously
1: if you buy a product like shampoo in the supermarket if you don't like the shampoo or it's not very good or they put the price up you'll just buy another shampoo Mm. so i mean people generally don't have loyalty i mean sometimes you can have a loyalty to particular product that you really like but Mm. finally if you can find the same quality cheaper in another shop or another brand you'll change brand or change supermarket and you'll buy another shampoo yeah. Um, so, we change our shampoo during our life usually don 't most people don 't buy the same shampoo or the same brand all their life yeah, and if it gets if it 's expensive, if they increase the price of the shampoo by ten percent, you go okay i 'll buy another one that 's cheaper yeah. Yeah. but you don 't do that with your football club if the club puts up the prices of the tickets. If you were just a customer i 'd say okay i 'm not going anymore it 's too expensive i 'm going to like you say i 'm not going to go to tottenham i 'm going to change to Arsenal, yeah, but for a Tottenham fan, the idea of changing to Arsenal is is inconceivable it's impossible <laughs> or me changing to manchester united is like impossible Wait. so therefore you can be you can be exploited so often football clubs exploit That's their true. fans because they see them as a customer they say well we'll put the prices up 20% and we know these people will still buy the ticket because hmm. they have an emotional connection to this club and they're not going to change So they're easily exploited. This is a problem for football fans. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. uh, Because they are just seen sometimes as means to get money by the club. And they'll exploit this this relationship that the fans have with the club to say, well, we'll just put the price up. We know they'll pay. They're not going to change their club and go elsewhere. Yeah, unlike shampoo or yeah. some other
0: product. No? <laughs> Absolutely, great. So fantastic that that was mm. that was all about cliente. So let's just uh, do a quick summary of what mm-hmm. we've what we've covered today. First of all, obviously the whole idea of presupuesto, the two different words that can be used there, obviously are quote and budget. The difference between the two is kind of hopefully now quite clear. Quote is when you are asking for somebody to tell you exactly how much something might be, and a budget is exactly how how much money you might have to spend on something in particular. Okay, there are different meanings of quote as well, which is important to mention, you can have a quote from a famous person, for example, you can also have quotation marks, also very important. So yeah, in those particular cases, just try to get those two words into your mind and kind of use them in the right context. Then we went on to cliente, where we have a similar uh, type of issue where we have two words again, where is customer and client. Customer, as we define, it is more of a B to C. So business to customer, it's more related to products and it's more short term. Client, on the other hand, is more B to B, more related to services and is a little bit longer term. But we have to talk about the exception as well. And if your organization uses one particular type of word or kind of focuses more on customers or clients, whichever, then probably it is best for you to adopt that particular Mm. terminology, right? And then we had two small anecdotes, one in terms of what are the way, i refer to my clients and of course the reasons why and hopefully that is clear as well and then of course the the situation where sometimes being called a customer can be offensive and that is related to the whole idea of where we're talking about football and Mm. fans do not want to be called customers great well that's it for today thanks very much alistair it's really interesting certainly covered loads of stuff there so it was really amazing
1: from from the one from all from miguel thanks that's right yeah from one short question a whole (laughs) episode quite a long that's right
0: (laughs) absolutely yes so miguel thank you very much for that question i hope that it answers that particular question and uh, yeah if you want to get in touch with us again and let us know that would be fantastic so thank you very much alistair thank you and uh, i'll see you again next week all right
1: bye cheers all
0: right see you then bye -bye.